Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Amen. The word of God we want to consider today is again the beginning of our Old Testament reading for this past Sunday, which was Palm Sunday. We're looking at Zechariah chapter 9, verses 9 and 10. The Lord says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, daughter of Jerusalem. See, your king comes to you, righteous and having salvation, gentle and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. I will take away the chariots from Ephraim and the war horses from Jerusalem, and the battle bow will be broken. He will proclaim peace to the nations. His rule will extend from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. The river, the Euphrates River there is what it's talking about. My dear friends in Christ, after the Lord told well, Zechariah and Israelite, the Jewish people, that Christ the King would be coming, the Lord said, I will take away the chariots from Ephraim and the war horses from Jerusalem and the battle bow will be broken. Our Savior's kingdom, a very special kingdom, but it's not one that would be built up by using a powerful army, by military force. When Jesus was arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane, remember what Jesus said, the Apostle Peter, he he tried to defend Jesus with his sword, cutting off the servant of the high priest here. But Jesus said, no, that's not the way it's going to work. He said he could have called down legions of armies of angels to defend him, but that wasn't the way he was going to work. Jesus, Jesus' weapon in fighting against oh, Satan and sin and doing his good work here on this world is something that is so much more powerful than any military weapon, any weapon of war, he uses the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And weapons of war, they can kill, they can destroy, they can demolish things. But actually, think about it, Jesus working through the Word of God can do things that are much more impressive he comes into our rebellious hearts with that word and turns us into believing children of God and heirs of heaven. Well, scripture says, the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing souls and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. Oh, think for a moment of the, the fame and the glory and the honor that Jesus could have amassed if, if he had been the type of king that the Jewish people wanted him to be. But see, he didn't come for earthly fame, power, and glory. He didn't look for that. He was looking for our eternal souls. And he wants our eternal souls to be with him forever in heaven. That's why he works through the word of God to come into our hearts and to establish his kingdom here in our hearts through faith. We're so blessed to have Christ the king 
in our hearts. Well, the Lord said of Jesus, he will proclaim peace to the nations. His rule will extend from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. The gospel message of peace with God through faith in Jesus and everything he's done for us, that's the tool that the Holy Spirit uses to graciously work on our hearts and to establish well, the kingdom of Christ in our hearts, to establish the King Jesus in our hearts, and to do that in the hearts of people throughout the world, as it says, from the river, the Euphrates River, to the ends of the earth, throughout the world. But we can recall that Jesus did say to Pontius Pilate, my kingdom is not of the world, not of this world, and now see, that's good news, and actually that's the greatest news, good news. And think of all of the problems that we have in our world, problems that seem to be multiplying every day. Oh, there's the political and the international problems that our world is dealing with, pollution, global warming, climate change, uh, disease, who knows what kind of diseases maybe we'll be dealing with next. There's natural disasters. There's, there's senseless shootings. We have our own personal problems. Why would we want Jesus to be a king over this life with all of its problems and troubles in this sinful world? You know, the Apostle Paul did say, our citizenship is in heaven. And heaven that place where there's no more sin, sickness, sorrow, or pain, none of those problems that I had mentioned, by God's grace through faith, what we have is the King Jesus in our hearts, ruling right now in that wonderful kingdom called the Church of God. And what that means, of course, is that we can look forward to that day when Christ will take us to the eternal, perfect kingdom of heaven. And boy, is that ever going to be wonderful. Amen. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, shall keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. And the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for coming into our world to live and die and rise from the dead for us. And thank you also for coming into our hearts so that we are part of your spiritual kingdom right now and can look forward to being in your eternal kingdom in heaven. We pray in your name. Amen. And again, the Lord bless and keep you always. Amen.